Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. The headline followed by deeper discussion trailing away into unprofessional unprofessional wild speculation. So the headline is... AKA I'm doing, our sweet spot. Yeah, I'm exactly. doing my stretching for that. <laughs> yeah, the sweet spot. So they have arrested a guy, 56 years old, name is out. Caesar Sayoc Jr., 56, of Aventura, Florida. Aventura. Okay. Um, Aventura. Aventura. So, here's, so uh, he was arrested this morning at an auto zone... White van in the parking lot has political stickers all over it. Somebody got a photo of the van because the modern world is amazing. Got a photo of the van sometime weeks ago and it, and posted the photo. Recognized it on uh, the news coverage and says, holy crap, this is the van I saw. And there's like 800 messages and photos on the van. So we've been breaking them down. Sean just discovered one, though, that could change the story. And I don't know if it fits in with the guy's name. That Native Americans for Trump sticker up there. What is that? Cesar Sayoc. What if he turns out to be some sort of Seminole Indian guy? Where does that leave us with this story? Well, where does any of it leave us, really? Well, I seriously, because you, you know the assumption is he's an angry white male. Right. 
And uh, that'll fit in with all kinds of... Well, the news media is praying for that. That'll fit in with all kinds of uh, uh, beliefs. Native Americans for Trump. Would you have a Native Americans for Trump if you weren't a Native American? I suppose you might. It's possible. Okay, got the picture. That is a a Native American. Or Hispanic. But if he's got Native Americans for Trump, I'm thinking he's... Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he he has some not... Caucasian ancestry. Well, some, much like Elizabeth Warren, not, the Native no, American leader. No, he is. He's a man of color, legitimately. Yeah. So and, he's uh, an angry man of color. That man. changes the story yeah. in a very interesting way for your CNNs and your MSNBCs. I don't know how they're going to handle this. I don't know how they're going to handle this. You know, the long and short of what I've been trying to convey, perhaps not as eloquently as I'd like, is this guy. And the guy who shot up the baseball practice and almost killed Steve Scalise and changed his life forever. You know, and and I could name a number of other people who have done things, either of great violence or attempting to uh, spread fear. Um, They represent only themselves. Oh, yeah. And it's important that we remember that. I wish we would. Otherwise, otherwise, a person could legitimately cite the guy who shot up the baseball practice and say he represents left-leaning Americans, therefore we are now at violent war with them, which is an incredibly unhealthy and dangerous point of view, and one that is completely legitimate. This guy is a freaking wackadoo. Well, that's why I said two days ago when this story broke, and it took two days to figure out who he was, two days ago when this story broke, I said no matter who he turns out, whether he's a Bernie fan or Trump fan, I'm not going to assign his crazy beliefs to to either side, and I'm still not going to. Breaking news, breaking news, and a sigh of relief from Kamala Harris. A suspicious package addressed to the Senator D. California was discovered today in Sacramento. There's, so, there's so, not a chance <clears throat> in my mind, and I know this is cynical, there's not a chance that do, that doesn't make her happy. Oh, I know. There's not a chance that that news was not <clears throat> greeted with, oh, thank <clears throat> goodness. I made the list of people so vexing to Trump. That his supporters would target me. And right. I get to go in front of a microphone at some point right. today. If you're looking for legitimacy as part of the resistance, yeah, that's a big deal. So um, so you think he, he's clearly... Uh, he's he's a, he's a Native what? American, you know, which he, in Florida does... is a big deal. See the Florida State Seminoles. I mean, it's a thing there. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly entirely possible. I also what don't a know. misguided son of a gun. He's oh, obviously yeah. got mental problems. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear his story. Not sure how recent that is, too. I've seen other reports that he had made. Uh, law enforcement officers were aware of him. Yeah. I don't know what that means, how old this mugshot is. Given the if, van? Yeah. If you've got a picture of political figures with crosshairs over them, law enforcement at multiple levels is aware of you. The yeah. question is going to be, thank God nobody got hurt. Right. But if somebody had gotten hurt, the question would have been, uh, what do you got to do to get arrested around here? Like right. the kid How who, threatening do you have to be? Like the kid in Florida who shot up the school. How threatening do you got to be? He's driving around in a van with Hillary Clinton's face and crosshairs over it. What do you got to do to get put behind bars? Or, or evaluated in a serious way. But that gets back to a discussion we had the other day about um, what to do about the borderline mentally ill in America, or even the profoundly mentally ill, and, and yet uh, hold sacred people's right to their liberty, and to not deny that liberty without due a process. I assume, Sean, you've Googled this guy's name to see if any other pictures show up on image search or anything that was the, like that. That was the first one that I found, yeah. He, he's probably not a guy that's got, like, a whole bunch of, you know, pictures out there, I would guess. I don't think he has a lot of party pics where he's smiling and, you know, 
Or here I am getting regional sales award or something. Right. Right. Native Boy. Americans for Trump. Boy, so it's, oh, wait a minute. There's Seminole Tribe Hard oh, Rock yeah. Weekly we Combat that? Night. It looks like like boxing events at an Indian yeah, casino. So he's he's of he's of uh, Florida oh, Seminole, and that's right next to his American Top Team sticker, which is like an American jujitsu camp. Yeah, yeah. So he's a uh, Native American Seminole tribe guy can that you, somehow ended up wanting to send bombs to all these people. He's can a you big read? Trump whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop! 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 I have a dream, and it's a picture of people running in a crosshair. Liberal meltdown. Mil- had, millions of liberals. Can you read the rest of it? Liberals of millions running or crossing the border to escape Trump's presidency is the overall message. There's a couple oh, words see. in there that I can't pick out, but yeah, yeah his dream is that mil- liberals will leave once Trump is president. And then I believe that's Barack Obama on a tricycle. Yeah, and elsewhere he has that's Barack kind of Obama a in picture. a diaper. That's also humorous. What's the? What's the? He's an infant. Mo- He's on a tricycle smoking a cigarette that one picture. That's with, with a captain's hat on. A boat some... captain. Yeah. <laughs> While I that appreciate, was quite something. I appreciate the colorful imagery, but I'm not quite sure what you're trying to communicate. I'll tell you. If you're just tuning in, we're analyzing the many photos and messages on the windowed white van that the suspect in the bombs, are they bombs, the bomb-looking devices, uh, who was just arrested, 56-year-old man, uh, Florida man. I, he appears to be of Native American ancestry, but I don't know. I uh, I hope somebody gets a chance to look at this van. What's that upper right there? I like the First picture? Peoples better than Native American. This one here? No, the, the, is that a baby? What is that? Yeah, what is that a picture of? It's <laughs> an infant or it's Grimace from uh, the McDonald's ads. I don't know. I'm not into identity politics, so I don't actually care. About whether he's, you know, brown of some sort or white or whatever. But I know that so many people are. Oh, yeah. I wish I were listening to MSNBC and CNN to see how they're kind of rejiggering their their compass here as the whole angry white man narrative falls apart very quickly. In and your grievance studies capitals, whether they be universities or media, their heads are exploding that it's not a white guy. Well, just how do they... Or ap- maybe the man of mostly white ancestry, they'll go with that. Or, or just something. how do you approach it throughout the day? Because it's, it's right. not the story they thought it was or wanted it to be. Because everything, everything, everything goes through the lens of victim-oppressor. Do I And there's think- a good guy, and that's always the victim, or... A part of a group that historically has been a victim, and they're always a good guy. And the person from a group that has had more power is always a bad guy in their lizard-like view of the world. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's that I guarantee is true. If it had been a white guy, that paints all white guys in America sure. with a brush. Right. The fact that it's a Native American guy will paint no one. That they will not extrapolate, and they shouldn't, by the way, but they will extrapolate that not at all to other people. So if it had been a white guy, this is what white guys are like. If it's a Native American, that's what this one guy is like. That's the problem with identity politics, that you don't play on an even field. And if Vladimir Putin is listening, here's a strategy you might enjoy, Vlad. I noticed that the the fellow who took the picture of the van that's now getting so much attention online uh, appears to be of Muslim heritage. So, Vlad, why don't you do something with that as you attempt to pit us all against each other and convince everybody that everybody else is their enemy, even though we're all Americans, though we disagree. Uh, So we're getting details. We now have the guy's name. We have a picture. I'm hoping more pictures come forward. I got to assume we're going to know a heck of a lot about him by the end of the hour. Once his name is out in the modern world, 
We'll know his credit score by 930. You're a crazy person if you have all those over-the-top political messages, all those crosshairs, all those slogans, and youth soccer pictures on your van. Because he has a lot of youth soccer pictures. Look there on the far left middle. Yeah, it's weird. Plus, apparently he's a fan of Boxing Night at the Seminole Tribe uh, Hard Rock Cafe. What the hell? Well, he's, he's mentally ill. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. He's, he's, a, he's like a hoarder. So he hoards political ideas. And soccer pictures. Um, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. I'd be interested in what you think of this story. 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So they've arrested a guy, 56-year-old guy who... I think is Native American. He's got some up with Native American stickers on his van. He looks Native American. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have his name, too, whatever good that does you. Um, and he's been arrested in the sending around the the bombs or the, the bomb wannabes. 56-year-old Cesar Syak Jr. of Florida. In their, uh, so his van had all these stickers on him and all kinds of stuff. Like you've seen cars like this, just covered with stuff, and it's like nonsensical. And and some of the prints pretty small, but some people got pictures of the van. There's a ton of pro-Trump stuff, a ton of anti-Democrat stuff, like really anti-Democrat stuff. Crosshairs over the face of Hillary Clinton, for instance, and then a ton of soccer stuff. Can you bring me that one picture, that one slide again, that middle? The thing we were just on with all the soccer on it, yeah, that one. She's got that. Those two. Those are the. Are those the two back windows, or is that the side of the van? Anyway, uh, back. There's the tail light up above. So on the back, there's a Trump for President bumper sticker, and pretty much everything else is soccer related. Yeah, U.S. soccer. I think those are the folks that certified me back when I was a certified. What was I? Yeah, yeah. God, he's going to licensed soccer coach. You know who's going to come forward and have a lot of information about old uh, Caesar is. Yeah, he was my soccer coach when I was a kid. You're going to have a bunch of those probably. Yeah. Wow, they're like slogans for college soccer and how they. Uh, college soccer standings from yeah. 2017 on the right. Yeah, he's, actually he's obviously a, got a kid or a grandkid who's like an elite player, and he's proud of them, and he's crazy. And he's got some stuff up there about expanding future full scholarships to qualified youth soccer, something or other. So my issues are this. I bleed Carolina blue. My issues are reforming America at the point of a gun if you have to, whoever has to be killed, and youth soccer. Those are my two things. Really big on those two things. Oh, and... Up with the uh, Native Americans. Promoting excellence in academics and athletics. Exploring the mind and your future. Full athletic scholarships available to qualified top youth soccer recruits, student athletes. Oh, and, and Donald Trump on a, on a tank. I bleed Carolina blue, and I want you to bleed real blood for my political beliefs. God, great spirit is king. Thank you all police, military vets, soccer, and the greatest sport 
Something stand we hand stand. over heart. We stand hand over heart pledge. Carolina Mountain Blue forever. You know what we're doing, which we often mock, is uh, reading the ramblings of a crazy person and trying to make any sense of them. I think it helps, though, for the folks listening to understand that this probably is a, a person who is, um, you know, borderline mentally ill. Yeah. I mean, clearly mentally ill, but still functional. Oh, but it's and, a, and and his van is a mix of his his political anger his and passions. his pride with his family. It's his couple of passions, right? Soccer, hating anybody who wants to stop Trump, and he's really really passionate about both. I'll bet you when you're in law enforcement, you talk to these people, and it really drives home the point we were making earlier that if a, if a crazy person or an idiot kills you, you're or you're just as hurt as if you know. A person with a really thought-out plan hurts you. It's, right. It all ends up the same. And I'll bet law enforcement regularly runs into these people, and you talk to them for five minutes, you realize this is just a crazy person. Right. I can't reason with this person. Yeah. Or I can talk to him all day long, but what am I, what am I going to do? I'll still have the same conclusion. He's just a crazy person. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad no one was hurt. Yeah. Thank goodness he was either incapable for moral reasons or uh, competence reasons of actually building bombs that would hurt people. It's possibly never in- intended that. The fact that he's not a 56-year-old white male is going to uh, be interesting to follow on cable news all day long. If, I, I if don't indeed believe... our conclusion is correct. No, it is. Come on. You think he's a white guy? I. You know me. I'm careful and deliberate in my investigations. Nah. Um. So, there you go. There yeah. you have it. And, oh, and the other breaking news is Kamala Harris did get a bomb in the mail in Sacramento, mm-hmm. which puts her, elevates her up with the other major I-want-to-be-president candidates, which has got to be... Like Robert De Niro. <laughs> but with Cory Booker and, uh, you're with, in the same, and Joe Biden. Joe Biden, yeah. right. Yeah, very important. Who got left out? Elizabeth Warren's got to feel left out. They'll find something. Bernie Sanders has got to feel left out. Hey, he didn't want to attack his own. Oh, Elizabeth Warren, the Native American leader. Well played, Sean. Subtle, Um, but brilliant. I'll bet Bernie Sanders has got a pipe bomb in the mail somewhere. They just haven't found it yet. Right, right. Hard to imagine he got left out. Yeah. So, uh, total change of pace here. Unless you have more window sticker analysis you'd like to. That's a German flag, part of that sticker on the left, but I can't tell what else is going on there. And, And it's on the soccer window, so... It might be congratulations, Germany, on your World Cup win. When did they win? 2014 or something? Anyway. Here's an article from Sam Nichols, Vice.com. Your phone is listening, and it's not paranoia. Well, I knew that, and I don't feel like I'm paranoid. He starts with uh, an example, which many of us can relate to. He was uh, chatting with a friend, iPhones in pockets, discussing our recent trips to Japan and how we'd like to go back. The very next day, we both received pop-up ads on Facebook about cheap return flights to Tokyo. Huh. Seemed like a spooky coincidence, but then everyone seems to have a similar story. Yep. According to Peter Henway, how much does a Henway? (laughs) The senior security consultant for cybersecurity firm Asterisk, Asterix, and former lecturer and researcher, the shorter answer is yes. For your smartphone to actually pay attention and record your conversation, there needs to be a trigger. So what is like when you say, hey, Siri, or okay, Google. In the absence of these triggers, any data you provide is only processed within your own phone. Mm. But wait, 
any third-party applications you have on your phone, like Facebook, for example, still have access to this non-triggered data. And whether they use this data or not is really up to them. I think I just handed over a whole bunch of my data to Lime and to Bird, the two scooter companies with scooters in San Diego, because both of their apps, there was a 50-page agreement, and and it operates in the background, it says, and you have to allow that and everything like that. So my location data probably grabbed all my contacts and phone numbers, all that sort of stuff, like this third-party app they're talking about. And so it's listening and pitching stuff to me. So all the time you spent walking, stumbling the streets of San Diego, suddenly you decide, here I am, using my legs like a sucker, you decided to do a scooter. And now they know everything about you, Yeah, probably, and are listening to you. From time to time, writes the doctor, snippets of audio do go back to other apps like Facebook servers, but there's no official understanding what the triggers are for that. Whether it's timing or location-based or usage of certain functions, apps are certainly pulling those microphone permissions and using these periodically. All the internals of the application send this data in encrypted form, so it's very difficult to define the exact trigger. I've come up with a couple of stories lately that... And he explains that those apps might have thousands of triggers. Yeah, yeah, I've come across a couple of stories lately that lead me to believe there aren't very many people, even in those companies, that know what's going on. I don't know if that's on purpose, to avoid uh, getting sued or whatever. It's easier to deny it if no, nobody employs... Like, I assume Zuckerberg knows... Everything that's going on with Facebook. But I think some people fairly high up on Facebook don't know to what level they're spying on people. Mark Zuckerberg has Satan's cell number. Wow. He knows. Texts him all the time. Yeah. What's up, old Scratch? Hot enough for you? Still doing your work here on Earth. How's it going down there? What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got more coverage of the arrest in the wave of pipe bomb packages coming up. We got new poll numbers on Prop 6. That's the one to repeal the California gas tax hike. And it turns out, you really can drink to forget. It's science. (laughs) Why didn't you just ask me? Yeah, it works great. (laughs) At least for a couple hours. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm Positive Sean, and I approve of this message. Joe Getty wants your vote. But does he deserve it? It's about the rootinist. (laughs) The rootinist. Candidate in Alabama. Just listen to his thoughts on our friendly neighbors to the north. Now, I've called for war over Canadian belligerents. How can a grown man who relaxes like this be trusted? Nothing relaxes me better than a smoke and a breastfeed. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the class? Because I'd rather be a male prostitute. Oh, is that all, Joe? Like Poplowski, I'm strapped nasty. I don't even know what that means. Sure. He talks a good game, but how does he act? I don't think my bladder is precious in manualiness. <laughs> Would you trust a man who does this with your best interests? Whap! 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 Whoom! Whoom! Vote positive. What is this on my schnitzel? Paid for by the Positive Sean Super Pack. So they caught the guy who's mailing around the bombs or bomb wannabes, 56-year-old dude from Florida, who appears not to be a white guy, which is shocking to me. Um, but he is driving a van covered with uh, up with Trump pictures and down with Hillary Clinton and Barack right. Obama pictures. And up with collegiate soccer pictures. For some reason. And jujitsu. President Trump had a previously scheduled deal where he was speaking to youth leaders that seemed very excited to see him, but he's about to jump into uh, the news of the day. So let's listen to that. We're 
I'd like to begin, and you are leaders, that's a, you're real leaders. I'd like to begin today's remarks by providing an update on the packages and devices that have been mailed to high-profile figures throughout our country and a media organization. I am pleased to inform you. And a media organization. Yeah. Because he couldn't make the word CNN come out of his mouth and right. get into that whole thing. Interesting. Has apprehended the suspect and taken him into custody. It's an incredible job by law enforcement. We've carried out a far-reaching federal, state, and local investigation to find the person or persons responsible for these events. These terrorizing acts are despicable and have no place in our country. No place. I've instructed authorities to spare no resource or expense in finding those responsible and bringing them to swift and certain justice. And we will prosecute them, him, her, whoever it may be, to the fullest extent of the law. We must never allow political violence to take root in America. Cannot let it happen. And I'm committed to doing everything in my power as president to stop it. And to stop it now. Stop it now. I have just concluded a briefing with the Department of Justice following the apprehension of the suspect. I want to applaud the FBI, Secret Service, the Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, the NYPD, and all law enforcement throughout the entire country, incredible partners. These people have worked so hard, and to have done it so quickly, it's looking like a, uh, you're looking, it's a needle in a haystack. How do you do this so quickly? They've done an incredible, incredible job, and I want to congratulate them. Right. I have a feeling that's the uh, okay. long and short. So I'm looking at our Twitter feed. We got this from uh, from someone. Be especially suspicious of lunatics and vans with a million bumper stickers. That's half of Berkeley. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. No kidding. But usually not violent. No. Crosshairs over Hillary Clinton. That's. Uh, I'm surprised you can drive around in a van like that's that. That's uh, imagery suggesting violence, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, and uh, law enforcement was aware of them. He's uh, said to have some criminal record. Yeah, previous criminal record. Yeah, ties to New York. Yep. Uh, we'll learn more throughout the day. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. And along with uh, President Trump's comments, the Justice Department news briefing has been scheduled for 11.30 this morning, our time. I, I almost never learn anything from those things. Do you? No. No. Yeah. Any Anything more significant than we already know is probably being held close by law enforcement because it's too early. This story evolving as word comes down that a suspicious package addressed to Senator Kamala Harris uh, of California was discovered Friday in Sacramento. Now moving on to other news, the California measure to repeal the recent gas and diesel tax increase is headed to defeat according to a new poll. That's unbelievable. And it's because what Joe mentioned yesterday, the way it's written... If you don't know going in, you don't know what it's about. Yeah. Cuts funds to fix highways. 
Yeah, the description on the ballot is incredibly disingenuous. It's not written to make it clear that we're talking about the gas tax, the biggest tax hike on gas in the history of the country. Right. Repeal the recent gas tax is what it does. Cut funds to highway repairs and road safety is the way it's described. Corruptifornia. According to the poll by the Public Policy Institute of California, 41% plan to vote for Prop 6, which would be the repeal, 48% are opposed. Now, keep it. So mind. are you guys anti-road repairs? <laughs> I like potholes. So, so every year or two, they add a new tax on something that in theory is going to fix the roads. Correct. The roads never get fixed. I just want to remind you that in two years, having just enacted the biggest tax in the history of the country to fix the roads, when the roads are still crappy in two years and they come back wanting more, remember this moment, but you won't. No. You'll vote for another tax to fix the roads that gets spent on something else, because that's always the way it works. It gets spent on other stuff. Well, we need good roads to drive to the bullet train stop. <laughs> <laughs> San Jose, California Mayor Sam Licardo says the city's going to be paying homeless people to pick up trash. It's a pilot program. It's they going to give... pick you up. You're trash. That's what I say, huh? It's going to give jobs to 25 it's homeless... It's sort of combative talk that's causing violence going to give jobs to 25 homeless people to rid the city streets of garbage in so-called litter hot spots. This is an interesting little experiment. Mm-hmm. I'd be, I'll be interested to see how many of these homeless people show up and do their job uh, when they're supposed to on a regular basis. I mean, it really gets to the whole do these people want jobs thing, which is true for some, but not true for others. Sure. Well, it seems like a reasonable thing to do. I mean, I have no Why problem not? with this. I would warn the hom- homeless people, though, if you're Trump fans and you get punched in the face, the mayor will do nothing about it. Job- Never forget. Job's going to pay 15 bucks an hour and employees will work for 15 to- an hour to pick up trash? Yes. Of taxpayer money? That's insane. And they're going to work four to five hours a day. If it works out, they'll expand the program can get, citywide. Can I get either of my kids that job? It would be an awesome job. $15 an hour to pick up trash. I would highly recommend you do that. It really is true. You can drink to forget. A new study from Brown University researchers finds alcohol hijacks the pathway that forms your memories on a molecular level. Specifically, it affects a gene involved with encoding whether a memory is pleasing or unpleasant and changes a protein the gene makes. It basically gives you mini blackouts as you drink through the day. That's shocking to no one. (laughs) (laughs) However, somebody paid Brown University researchers a lot of money to go through all this. Blackouts like Kavanaugh. (laughs) There's only like a... I was going to say a thousand, a hundred thousand songs that have been written about drinking to forget this or that. But yes, but they never mentioned the uh, changes the to enzymes. your memory on a molecular right, level. Exactly. You know how hard it is to rhyme enzymes. <laughs> you know, speaking of the Kavanaughskopy, as yes. I was, yes. and uh, other stories that seem like totally yesterday'sville, man. The crown prince over there in Saudi Arabia has got to be thinking. So I guess that's over, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Oh. You get your crazy old bomber guy in Florida arrested. Well, back to, you know, pumping oil out of the sand and executing uh, uh, the dissidents. Look at that. I sawed a guy up and nobody's paying attention anymore. <laughs> I'll be damned. Takes about a week, apparently. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting to get show, The Conscience of the Nation. I'm kind of interested in this guy's background that they arrested, even though I think he is, um, you know, he's he's you know, he's mentally ill, right. and it's it's not going to make a lot of sense. But I'll be kind of interested in his his path of uh, of being crazy. 
did he does he have a job currently or did he lose his ability to hold a job has he been in and out of mental places blah 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 yeah yeah on the topic of the homeless and everything like that can we help the mentally ill is it even possible how do you get them into the system all that how crazy do you have to be before we say no we're helping you whether you like it or not a guy driving around in that van currently does not rise to the level of we're going to put you in an institution yeah true that's something the petering out coming up next on the armstrong and getty show Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So the, now they're saying, oh, Cesar Sayak has a long criminal record. He was arrested this morning by the FBI for mailing bombs around the country. That Long is correct, record. sir. Yeah. He's obviously nuts. If you've seen his van, which was parked at the auto zone this morning in Florida, uh, it had political stickers all over it of all kinds of crazy types. Florida records show that Sayok has a lengthy criminal record in the state, including a 2002 arrest for a bomb threat and others for larceny and fraud. Now, wait a second. He was once arrested for a bomb threat. Mm-hmm. He's driving around in a van with po- politicians' faces with crosshairs on them. Yeah. You can do that in America <laughs> with the history of a bomb threat. Something tells me as soon as this story broke and somebody said Florida, authorities were sitting on his chest, metaphorically speaking. But still, that, that's how out there you can be and still be walking the streets. I, mean, I don't want to be like North Korea or whatever. You bad mouth the government and you get thrown in jail. But right. Jeez. Right. Uh, according to the in- people familiar with the investigation, the suspect in custody lives in Florida near a facility through which the packages were mailed. Um, it's unclear whether he had help. He didn't have help. The sort of people generally don't have uh, confederates. They don't have friends. No. Uh, I'm guessing he was a loner who kept to himself. Yeah, except for his big soccer fandom. There's a picture of him out in a suit and tie now, though, instead of just the mug shot. I wonder if that was at court. Um, also, somebody got his uh, Cesar Sayak Jr.'s class of 1980 North Miami Beach Senior High yearbook photos. Oh, boy. So, uh, But I don't have a, a subscription to classmates.com, so I can't zoom in on that and check it out. Mm, I tried that once, and it turned to be a... Turned out to be a pain in the butt. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So crazy, middle-aged, first people person. Indian. American Indian. Or so it would seem. Is there? I, and the only reason I bring that up, because I don't care. I do not care. But those who do are constantly making that the narrative, and they don't get that fun this time. Well, so if too he, bad. Yeah, if he's a white guy, it would be part of the story. Garen freaking teed. Sure. I mean, that's not even a question. If he were a white guy, that would be part of the story. And white pe- men who can't handle giving up their power and all that crap you keep hearing, um, that would be part of the story. Now that it's not a white guy, that part of the story is gone. Is there any reason, Cable News, is there anything to say the rest of the day about this? Oh, there will be little items that come out, maybe. I don't think there's anything else to say, unless there's some giant revelation we don't know about. A mentally ill guy sent around some bombs he made. End of story. That may or may not have been meant to explode, so who knows. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too bad. Just, uh, you know, let's all be grateful no one was hurt. So I make no secret of my political philosophies and leanings, but there are some... 
Uh, I am a proud Whig. Um, uh, but I'm completely 100% bipartisan on, um, you know, people getting their civil rights and, and all. I'm mostly, you know, a libertarian. But so this story comes out of Texas that um, alert, alert, Texas Civil Rights Project. We've received multiple reports from voters who voted straight ticket, then saw on a later screen that their votes were changed to that of the opposite party. Wow. And I first saw this note from Leah McElrath. I was one of these people. I had not previously discussed it with anyone because I didn't want to sound an alarm until I knew whether or not this was a pattern. I will detail what I experienced along with a photo in this short thread. But then I hovered over her name and uh, McElrath, political, media, and social analysis, commentary, and activism. Support my work via PayPal, a Patreon. Leah McElrath, uh, McElrath, McElrath described politics. Trump's election as, and this was a CNN clip featuring her, Trump's election as a coup by white supremacists backed by a foreign authoritarian power. So she's a way out there political activist, just happened to have her vote hacked. The Texas Civil Rights Project says we are Texas lawyers for Texas communities, boldly serving the movement for equality and justice in and out of the courts. They have less than 15,000 followers, and I wonder whether they're a front organization um, for Putin and company. Although they've done a pretty good job of rooting those out lately, it is really interesting that a hardcore activist had her vote changed. Um, I am uh, fascinated by that story, but we have this breaking. It seems like they've uh, uh, figured out this guy's Twitter feed. Yes. So, and the tweets are still up. It hasn't been taken down yet. It has not been taken down yet. Oh, wow. Uh, we unconquered Seminole tribe. Okay, so that fits in. There's a picture of George Soros. Okay, that all fits in. A lot in. of George Soros stuff. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I get the brand of crazy that he is, I think. So. Yeah. You can't fix stupid, but you can vote it out. Now, there's a slogan we can all agree on. your host for Final Thoughts on a Friday. His name is Joe Getty. Hi, everyone. Let's get final thoughts from everyone, like Marshall Phillips. Final thought. Well, on Marshall's musings this week, I share a moving tribute to the late Dorcas Riley, along with a blueprint that you can use to recreate her Thanksgiving classic. Again, check it out at Marshall's musings at armstrongandgetty.com. That's a bean casserole? Old Dorcas? You've got to go to Marshall's music. Exactly. He needs the clicks. That was a hook. He needs the clicks. That was not a good hook. That was a hook without a barb. Michelangelo, your final thought. Well, this thing can be much better. Uh, (laughs) Going to a potluck uh, this weekend. Very excited. Will there be potato salad? Will there be red solo cups? Check it out on Armstrong and Getty. Dot com. Man, I blog about it. I love those sorts of things where a bunch of people bring food. Those are often great. Positive, Sean, your final thought? Yeah, my advice to you all this weekend, unplug from the news. It will go on without you. You can catch up on Monday, I promise. That's actually a really, really good idea. Because I don't think anything of importance is going to be said. I got this for you, a couple of other nuggets. His Facebook page apparently has the Las Vegas shooter on there, for whatever reason. Uh, Also, he was the manager for Native American catering and vending in Florida. And this, there is a Toby Keith sticker on his van. Hmm. So there you go. Country star Toby Keith. Best to bring Toby Keith in for questioning. (laughs) My final thought, I'm off to have a visit with my mom and dad and uh, my aunts, who I have not seen for a couple of years. I say aunt and not aunt. Sorry. 
Uh, should be great fun. A little family time over the weekend. Sure. Something tells me it'll be mostly visiting, maybe a little World Series, and uh, I don't know. Maybe. Any eating involved? Oh, please. In my family, <laughs> love equals weight gain. <laughs> yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Please go to armstrongandgetty.com for that fascinating content described only moments ago. <laughs> Plus, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We, got it. we do have a couple of good zoom-ins on the van if you want to read all those stickers oh, yeah. and uh, see what this nut job was all about. He was all about, all about lots of stuff. Sean's right. Ignore it till Monday. We'll have all the details for you then. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. Every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.